while you were looking away just now, I saw your phone go from 54% to 55%. I? How is that possible? I'm magic. I don't know if you know, but that was cool. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. And this is our podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Or welcome back. I feel, I feel like it's been a minute, doesn't it? It I mean, has. I mean, Did we record last week? Like, it's honestly felt like we missed a week. It feels like we missed a week. I mean, we're two days late, technically, but it feels like I haven't, I feel like I haven't seen you. That's true. Six weeks. That's true. Yeah. Because everyone, guess what? I found a new calling. I found. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said that. So, everyone, I got a part time job at an old folks community. Yeah. And the amount of attention I'm getting there. And the amount of praise and everyone calling compliments. me compliments. Yeah. And especially, and this is so shallow, but compliments about, about my appearance. Yeah. It is so good. You're such a Slytherin. I'm such a Slytherin. Like, these old people are, they'll walk up to me and they'll be like, you are so handsome, young man. Well, you are. Thank you for saying You're that. You're welcome. But these people are really vocalizing it in mass. I, I feel like I'm living some sort of fantasy. Yeah? Like, at this point, they don't need to pay me. Yeah, I know. To go there. Your little Libra Moon Pisces Ascendant Virgo Sun is just thriving. When they huh? when they come down for like breakfast, lunch, or dinner, yeah. you should see me yeah. like running around in there like a little social butterfly. Uh-huh. Like, oh Miss May, yeah. Miss Barbara. Yeah. You know? And then just like getting to know everyone. It is so much fun. Cute. However, it's uh it's also strange. I've never had a job where I had to like care for a person so intimately mm-hmm. and get paid for it. Mm, okay. Or witness something sad. Yeah. And just have to be there and sit through it mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid. And yeah. like I just I feel I feel like I'm going through some strange like emotional roller coasters. Okay. But I'm also getting paid, so I'm like I'm a detached observer. Yeah. You know, it's just my job. Yeah. But I'm also a human being. Yeah. So like I'm seeing all of this stuff and like i just feel like i I can't explain like Mm -hmm. what the sensation is like because there's the part of me that wants to take care of everyone Mm -hmm. like individually like if i see somebody struggling to walk Mm -hmm. all i want to do is carry them Mm -hmm. i want to just like army throw them over my shoulders and run them where they need to go yeah but also like that's not that's not that place that's not that place and uh I would kill them. Yeah. But I still want to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I've been going through. What have you been doing? Um, well, we're... You had that collab with Katie Flowers. I, I know. I, we'll get to that. I okay. really want to talk about it because I feel like maybe we could play off of that. Maybe oh, okay. Maybe today. That's what I was just thinking about now. But, um, well, currently today I just got back from my first official book club with my grandma's book club. <laughs> I don't know if I announced it on the, on this podcast. I might have a little bit, but my grandmother is, I think she's going to be 80 this year, 79 or 80. She's had this book club since 1999. There's, Iconic. There's been a few women in and out, but for the most part, it's been the same women. There's eight of us, including me. And one of them is 90. Um, I think two of them are in her 80s. Two of them are in their 70s. There's a woman in their late 60s. And then there's me. And mm-hmm. I'm 31. So, um, yeah. And they have, like, so it, like, rotates of whose house to go to. And then whosever house it was last time, they have to come up with the questions for the next book. And then so on and so forth. And so it was my first official month. And we read When We Believed in Mermaids by Barbara O'Neill. Um, it was a very hallmarky card. And if you are interested in looking it up and, and picking it up, it was a really easy, fun read. There is a trigger warning for essay and abuse. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, addiction, excuse me. So there is a little trigger warning. I think it's done pretty, like, tame, very hallmarky. Um, so it was an okay book. Everyone was like, meh, it's, it's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cute because we went to this woman's house and she's an artist and so there's art everywhere and she calls her house the museum and she's got like an easel. So I was just in my element. Yeah. I really like her. I've always like really gotten along with her. Do you know her sign? Um, I think she's a Pisces, but I am not, I I don't remember her sign. Um, I do know the rest of the women's signs because I've known them since I was literally in elementary school. Mm-hmm. But the one woman's we went over today, I've only known her for like the last like 10 years and only like sort of. Um, but anyways, 
she had like so it was it wasn't really a mermaid themed book but there was like a lot of play on the theme of like water and mermaids and things like that but so she had the table set she ordered middle eastern food just because it was easy and fun Mm -hmm. and she catered it or whatever and then she had like um holographic little mermaid napkins no she and did she not. opened them up to make them table mats for us and they had like little scales around the border and like it was like and then she, she had she went all out oh my god she like created little like um starfish and colored them in with crayons and then cut them out and put them all over the table like confetti um she had our little silverware was plastic but she like wrapped it up in mardi gras like beads and she's like i figured we could all like wear them like the jewels from the i was like this is so cute like are you kidding me that, uh, it just like screams wholesome dude it was i'm living and also like um i took over like any of the technical stuff because there was a woman diane who was doing it and she's still really good at it but she's had multiple bouts of cancer and things like mm-hmm. that and so i was like i'm at a computer all day i'll just i'll handle it so i updated our contact sheet and I printed out a little bit about the author of the book. And I brought it in these biddies. Oh, my God. They were like, look at the... There's little books around the border of our contact <laughs> sheet. And like, look, we can see what the author looks like and what all these facts... I mean, they were losing their fucking minds. And I am I love also that. living. Yeah. So we had very much like... We're just... We had parallel experiences. Yeah, in different ways. Like, I'm not caring for these women, but I mm-hmm. am taking their praise in and not stopping it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and they're just so excited to have someone new and like young and like they're all mm-hmm. just like doting on me and well Samantha tell us about what you've been doing this month and I tell them and they're all oh, you know like I just I'm living Stop. <laughs> um, I love that so uh, yeah we I already know one of the books I'm gonna suggest because everyone's got to suggest two books at the end of the year for the following year um, and one of them is from the suggestion from Katie and mine's collab Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's what I did today. It was really fun. And, again, the book was... I enjoyed the book. It was not a book I ever would have picked up because it's very Hallmarky. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. It wasn't awful. I wasn't mad I read it. But, I, you know, yeah. it's a good, like, oh, I'm going away for the weekend and I want to read a little book and I might be distracted. I don't want to get, like, super invested in it. Like, yeah. just want an easy, like, flick-through read. That's a good one. When We Believed in Mermaids by Barbara O'Neill. So. Okay. Um, that's so cute. What Quarter. is there something this like might not even be a concept that okay, exists, yeah. but is there something like astrologically that I know there are like planets that might rule like the concept of like the elderly oh, or like aging, yes. yes, but like what type of transition might bring old people into a young person's life? Well, there's that's a great question because I was actually thinking about that quite a bit. Um, typically, um, and obviously. I would consider myself an expert. So you're going to say, like, I consider I'm myself not. an old person. No, I consider myself a, not an expert. I don't think I'll ever consider myself an expert, but mm-hmm. I do know quite a bit. But there is certain aspects where I've always wanted to know more about this, so I might be leaving some out. Mm-hmm. I've always been told that um, Capricorn is a sign that's always been associated with the elderly. Um, it is a sign that gets better with age. Um, and it feels like sometimes, you know, Capricorns are, I guess I described in the Katie collab, um, Capricorns are born basically a full grown adult, but they tend to sometimes have some challenges in their youth because they're, they feel like they already like at four can just go out and be the CEO of something already, but they kind of have to go through the, you know, so they sometimes yeah, you, you can gotta rebel. You got to get out of diapers or, first, Capricorn. Yeah, so it feels yeah. like when they actually get into their power and their maturity, Capricorns tend to feel and get to mm-hmm. access what they've been wanting to access a little easier when they've actually matured. So like would a planet transiting uh, Capricorn in your chart potentially attract some of that? Yeah, I would say so there's yeah, there's a couple different ways. So I mean, it depends on what's in, what's in your chart, where mm-hmm. maybe the the sign of Capricorn's placed. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, and so Saturn can have a lot of transitions. Saturn is also seen as a as a planet that helps to kind of 
I don't want to say level you up, but like gives you kind of a healthy dose of mature. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that comes with the the guise of like putting you around more mature situations or um, putting you in situations where you have to be more adult than you were before mm -hmm. um, or putting people who are elderly or more um, aged around you to see, you know, there's lots of different ways that could come about as well as I think um, I've gone back and forth on this and I've seen and heard from other astrologers difference. I have mixed reviews from client working with clients in your chart. Um, a lot of people will talk about the fourth house being mother and 10th house being father. Um, and I found that to be pretty true. However, sometimes I do feel like fourth house is parents and 10th house is grandparents. Mm -hmm. um, that also tends to come up. So it could be something in your 10th house, something transiting your 10th house. Um, it really just depends. You have Saturn, I believe, conjunct your ascendant. So you do have um, some big Saturn transits coming because you're about to have your Saturn return in the next year and a half. I know. Uh, oh, I wonder... You're like, um, I know. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> your Saturn's in Pisces, so you still have, you still have a year and a half to go. Mm -hmm. But you are going to have Jupiter... Um, after the, after December, you'll have Jupiter back in Pisces, uh, conjuncting your ascendant. So, you know, watch the carbs because you know, yeah. twice on, once on the lips, <laughs> twice on the hips. Uh, <laughs> Jupiter on the ascendant, but also, um, yeah. I mean, if it's in Pisces and it's going to conjunct your Saturn, it's going to give you opportunities to mature or maybe be wealthy or abundant around the elderly you know so sugar daddy literally is what everyone's that's what, been telling literally. me so, so yeah. i mean i know that's not really a straightforward answer there's really no straightforward yeah. answer but if but i there were to are things it, that you could look for i would say saturn or the sign of capricorn is typically linked towards the elderly i'll check out what's going on with capricorn in my chart and see yeah. if and I can... i'm not saying that capricorns are old i'm yeah. just saying like there is a maturity <laughs> there is a um yeah it's not just parental it's grandparental so at an old folks home what type of person do you envision yourself being mm. like you live with the like crabby sexually aggressive <laughs> lesbian okay at the old folks home. yeah like i want nothing to do with men you could have that yeah i you mentioned a woman at the old yes. folks community and i feel like that was me and, i really you know, admire how much Maybe admire is not the right word. I am fascinated by the idea of a bunch of adults who, who live together, mm -hmm. like, and spend all day together and say whatever they want to each other. They have nothing. What does it matter? What does it matter? Like, what you, does it matter? You can hear them looking at each other, and then, like, they'll be good friends, and she'll be like, You look absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And then she'll be like, Really? Oh, so do you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna be enemies, and then they're still best friends. They have nowhere to go if they're not. If they don't figure it out, they got nowhere know. to go. And I just find that whole concept—it's also kind of terrifying. The idea that one day you'll move into your last home. Mm -hmm. How okay. fucking weird is that? Or, or the people who literally only live in one home. Or the people who that's, who've that's only ever lived in one home. Cannot relate, but like also good for you. Oh you yeah, know? I forgot. Some people don't move like. Every Ever. 48 hours. Literally, literally. Oh, um, I don't know if we mentioned, but we're moving. Yeah. I, uh, I, did we mention it last episode, maybe? Probably. We had to have, but, like, we're going to be moving in the next two months, for sure. Oh, God. Okay. So, yeah. like I said, every 48 fucking hours. Literally. We thought we'd be here for a year, and it's a good thing, because this means there's good healing, good processing, mm -hmm. good, you know, good transitions. However, we are fucking moving again. <laughs> <laughs> How many times on this fucking podcast are we gonna move well we moved once twice this will be the third time in three years it feels like more i mean it really does i've got to say it well feels because like more. two of those three times are across country <laughs> so those are just like oh we're just moving to a new place like we're yeah like, it's not like we're moving down the street literally like <laughs> our entire shit is in a container is in a pod 22 hour drive like Oh my gosh, remember that what I was telling you about my friend who came to visit and he went home yeah. and a semi-truck yeah. hit him? First of all, 
you uh, never know if you're gonna die young or old. Okay, Let's stop. Just throw you, that you, out you, there. They don't know you. Just you can't. I mean, yes, I remember, but tell them what. So you're talking about. my friend was just driving home um, back to Indiana, just on the highway. What is that? I ninety four or something, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. And he's just driving in his lane, and a semi truck just flies into his Merged lane or something. Yeah, it just it didn't use its blinker or anything. Just flew into his lane and shattered all of the windows of his car while he was going eighty miles an hour. Oh, and then he like spins out and like comes to a stop. Wow. And like it's all smashed up. And like when I looked at his car, I thought that he was dead. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh my god, he. There's no way he lived. Yeah. He didn't even go to the hospital. He was yeah. fine. How fucking weird is that? Yeah. <laughs> Leo's, am it's, I right? I know, right? <laughs> so. Oh my and God. it's just scared the shit out of me. Like, like a, like a, like a big scare for yeah. me. Just because I was like, well, what the hell? Yep. I, what the but hell? But he's okay. He's home, right? Yeah, he's, he's home okay. and he's, he's fine. Home. Yeah, that's crazy. And he's getting his car appraised and he is, he's actually fingers crossing that it's totaled. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we insur- can the insur- make that happen. We can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, I mean, the insurance insane. payout supposedly is like something great that happens to people. I know if you or me tried to claim insurance on something, they'd offer us 25 cents and belly button lint. But, yeah. <laughs> but, no, I told you about the time where my car flooded because I got... I'm sorry. They'd offer me 25 yeah, cents and like, belly button lint. No, I got a whole fucking new brand new car for more than I would have gotten for the car before. And like, I, it's, it's almost like the government said everyone gets insurance that works. Except, except for, for Skyler. Fucking yeah, case. I think so. It's like the time I tried to use health insurance for my appendix. Yeah. And uh, I got denied coverage mm. for my emergency append- appendectomy because mm. they said that um, I probably could have waited. Mm. And gone to an in-network hospital. I love Can that you for you. That I shit? love that for you, guys. If you're not an American, you are so lucky. So lucky. <gasps> My ears ringing. Also, I love. I I will really love if you can. Oh wait, you know what? We have some fucking news. I have some new. I have a bone. Have news? I have a bone to pick. You know, this bone. I need. To, I have a bone to fucking pick. And it's with her name is Rocky. Rocky, if you are listening to this, I got a bone to pick with you. You know? I don't even think you realize what you have done to this podcast. Because I haven't heard a word from you. You've been fucking silent in the Discord. You have no idea. If y'all are in our Discord, just all of a sudden... Everything Our was gone. general chat that we've had <laughs> for deleted. literally like a year <laughs> is just gone, you know? And so people are like, where's the general yeah, chat? Where's some... Skylar's compliments? Where's our suggested That's episode That's the one I topics? noticed when someone said, where did Skylar's compliments go? And, like, and I was literally, like, literally, where are they? Where literally, where are they? And I was like, Rocky, you can delete the general chat. Yeah. You can delete every conversation. Suggested, yeah. But Rocky, you deleted my compliments? Okay. So, so, so then I'm like looking it up. I was like, how is it deleted? Did like, did the app do like an update or something? And then is there any way to get it back? There's, I've literally, there's no way to get it back. My mother deleted the general chat as a regular user. She's not even admin. She deleted Skylar's compliment chat. She deleted a random episode, like 121 or something. She hated that and episode. Then, yeah, she was just like, fuck this fuck episode. Fuck this episode. And then also she deleted um, suggested episode topics. Um, because I can see, like, I was like, well, I, maybe it'll show me. You can go on the back end and see every time somebody like, comments something. There's like a mm-hmm. notification center. And in there, there's like, it just says Rocky with her little like hibiscus flower emoji, deleted general chat. Rocky, little hibiscus emoji, deleted Skylar's compliment. And there's like four fucking things. And I was like, excuse me? I got a bone to pick with you. Now, here's what I'm saying. I doubt she knew what the fuck she was doing. Mm -hmm. What I think, which still... What I think happened was that she had some sort of notifications on, and every time somebody, and she was just like, I don't want this to be like pinging me every two seconds. I'll just delete it. And she thinks it's deleting it from hers. She's not realizing she's deleting it off the (laughs) entire app. So I'm telling you, it's my old people, my mama, Mm -hmm. you know, like, ooh, 
just, you know, she's figuring I'll, out I'll, technology, I'll but she is home. not. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Dude, Rocky, I know you listen to these, and you, 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 ooh, you're on, you're on the, you're on me. Speaking of which, probation. Sh- yeah, probation. Shit list. <laughs> probation. But Anyways, Rocky, we, just so you know, I forgive you. Okay, you are such a kiss ass. <laughs> Um, it's your mom, Samantha. Okay, <laughs> okay get over it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't think I obviously don't think it was on purpose, but I still think it's funny because when I realized it, I was like, oh, my own mother. <laughs> you know? what, what's crazy is Discord's app. I realized there is a feature like where you can turn on the notification settings. You can turn on like this or that or off or whatever. And it just, Discord is just defaulted to have an option on for any user that comes in to be able to delete any conversation that has ever been on there. It doesn't matter if you've had it for five years, 10 years, two hours. Any user can just delete any chat unless you go in and switch that like option off. Don't you think that's crazy and that it should have been the opposite? Like, that's not something yeah. that you would want on unless you physically were like, yeah, okay, let's turn it on. Mm-hmm. So literally until my mother deleted that, I had no idea that any motherfucker could, could just come up in our Discord and delete everything, mm-hmm. which I guess so is a the, learning it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because when I lived in Austin with, like, random roommates for uh-huh. a while, they all used Discord to play video games together. Yeah. That's what I think that was what I mostly knew it for was, like, a video game. It's a very, chat yeah. platform, and they were mentioning their Discord and how no one knew who started it because everyone's an admin. So like the Discord would go through all these phases where like new people would come in and the people that created it would just be gone, but everyone's yeah. an admin. So like some of these discords are just like these weird ethereal things and no one knows where they there's came from. There's a couple. There's a couple discords that I am joined in on, and it is fucking impossible to navigate around because there's so many chats sub chats like there you have no idea like i keep it pretty like virgo ascendant structured of like this mm-hmm. is the episode here's the link here's the conversation but i'm pretty sure anybody can come in and start a conversation at any point they want um but they probably don't want me to you know pick a bone Delete with them, them. you know what i mean <laughs> but um so yeah, we're working on building, the, but I was really disappointed that that general chat, we had a lot of good like memes and funny things and people sharing, you know, stuff, but it is what it is. I just thought I'd mention it because Rocky. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it is kind of funny. Um, and also a little sad. <laughs> but speaking of not sad, I are you ready to talk about your collab? Yeah, that I think it'd be fun because... Um, I watched it in my car, and first of all, I just thought it was brilliant. It was so fun! Right? I just really so enjoyed it, and uh, it was just, like, easy to sit through and watch the whole thing, because, I don't know, just the way, sometimes the way that Katie Flowers makes her videos, yeah. you have to see You have to see it, yeah. You know, other people, I am, like, a, a, a two minutes and I'm done. Yeah. Just, like, in my sex life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Skylar! <laughs> But not with. Uh, oh, we're really sharing. Not I with Miss Flowers. Not with Miss Flowers. <laughs> All the way. This is the whole twenty minutes. <laughs> oh my god, I love so that. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to more stuff and just like finding more exciting things because it makes me want to be creative. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to do anything creative, but it really I, inspires me. Fl- I, literally, so I was like, okay. I want you to be on my channel now. Let's do something else because it really did spark me to feel creative again. Um, and that's something that I've been lacking. Like, I'm really enjoying doing these weekly astrology Mercurial Monday videos. If I can do them, you know, I don't, I can't do them every week, but I've been trying to do them as much as I can. And they're getting my juices flowing of like writing and having structure and coming up with different things. And, and, Mm -hmm. but they're not as, they're not as, yeah it's a little bit more like work you know and i still enjoy it or i wouldn't do it but this got me like sizzling again like i used to feel about youtube um and i just i've lost that you know what i mean this whole summer has felt very hot and stagnant Mm -hmm. i think because it's literally been hot and stagnant it's literally hot and stagnant and and we're in such a hanged man part of our life right now you know we're really in just a a very um we're like in a transition but there has been no movement yet we're just waiting for the transition Mm -hmm. you know 
so it has felt really like long but so i emailed her after the collab went up and i was like okay here's like six ideas for videos that we could do on my channel now pick one and let me know if any of them jive and she's like yeah okay like so um, forcing her <laughs> no she was like oh wow, let me know like i think we just i think it's just fun it was easy I sent Send her, her my pinky finger. She or asked else. me. This was her idea, mm -hmm. um, and she asked me to to send in my part of the video, like at the end of June, I think it was. And because of everything going on, and then me quitting my job, and me trying to get my business going, and everything with the house here, I was like, I, I finally got to it, and I sent it to her, and she literally sent me a link to the completed video less than twenty four hours later. That bitch was like, me. I'm not joking. She's like, it was a really good distraction from, I guess, maybe some of the things that she should have been doing. And she just probably saw my clips and I don't know. It was like a, it's a creative thing. She's probably did the same thing Do you thing want to know me. what like, I could accomplish in 24 hours? I can't think of anything. She edited, and, I mean, I edited, edited my clips, but she had to edit my clips into, into hers. Her clips. She had to come up with the books. She had to film it. Like it takes a long fucking time to do all that. The thumbnail, are you kidding me? That was like YouTuber status thumbnail that she made. I still don't know how to insert a video clip next to another video clip. I'll teach you a super easy. But anyways, um... <laughs> and I'm a millennial for God's I sake. I know, you're pathetic. Well, that's because when we were growing up, we had Windows Movie Maker. And guess what? You can't have anymore. I know. Windows Movie Maker. I, that's the only reason why I have learned Premiere Pro within the last two months. Because they got my computer, I got to give my work computer back, mm -hmm. and now I have a new computer and it doesn't have Windows Movie Maker. I uh, was making all of my fucking videos on Windows, Windows Movie, Movie Maker, Maker, right? And so, like, yeah, I, I could I could work that, but when it when it when it comes with the new base software, and you told me this before that it's hard to use, yep. and I was like, oh, surely not. So I opened up some of this new yep. software, and I was like, oh, I have no fucking no clue. idea. No, no idea. idea. It's I'm, it's harder. It's harder, and I'm sure I'm sure that if we were like the today's generation like, yeah. that were young, they'd be like, "It's so simple." Yeah, you know, like it's so easy to do. Yeah. But they forget that we're just old crones now. Literally, somehow I don't know when that happened. Yeah, but. I. It took me. I'm still learning Premiere Pro. I literally started using it at the end of June, early July, and I'm. But I'm. But what now that I've kind of gotten my groove into it and I'm finding out how to add certain things and maybe you can see it from my videos. I'm not going all out, but there's different like things that I've added in there that are like animated mm -hmm. that I never could do before. And now that I'm getting it, I, it has opened up a lot of possibility for me to be able to play around with more artistic edits or more ideas of how to like you know, do it differently um, than I did before. So I'm excited about that. But anyways, back to this. The concept of this collab, if you haven't seen it, please go watch it. It's so fun. So basically, Katie asked me to give like 30 seconds to a minute description of each of the zodiac signs, maybe some like basic stereotypical traits. And then she recommended a book based on each of the signs. So, mm -hmm. you know, it starts off our little intro and then I say Aries, I give a description of Aries and I say, what book would you choose for Aries? You know, give a couple more keywords. And then she comes and says the book and why she chose it, what the book's about, what she thought about it. It's so good. And she did such a good job recommending books that weren't like normal or that books that you wouldn't have heard all <laughs> the time. Total weirdo books. Well, I mean, she said that she, even in her description, she's like, I'm trying not to have like BuzzFeed books or like mm -hmm. number one best, like, you know, I want books that like maybe you've never heard of before. Um, or if you have like you, you know, it's not something... You know, it actually looks really good to me, that first one for Aries, the Murderbot Diaries. Mm, yeah, I can see you reading that one. Something about that whole description. Because yeah. I've seen her mention that before in her other booktube videos. Yeah. Because obviously I watch every video. Literally. And I'm obsessed. Yeah. And and I've always been like, i got to read the Murderbot Diaries. I've got to read the Murderbot yeah. Diaries. Just because I want to say Murderbot Diaries. <laughs> Isn't that just the most fun title of all time? Literally. Like, what the hell? Actually, I was interested in every single one of the books, mm -hmm. but I'm going to... Um, you picked one for your book club, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the one for cancer, I think it's called When the Coffee Gets Cold. Concept, oh, that one looks so good. The, yeah, the concept is basically like these people go to this coffee shop and they're able to time travel back, like time travel once back to a certain thing. And the whole thing is, is like they have to make it back before their the coffee, coffee gets, gets cold. cold. And 
I just think that that is such a cool concept. Um, and from her description, it sounds like a pretty good I feel book like, for my grandma's book club. I feel like that's the kind of book where it's it's either going to make you ugly, dry heat sob. She said it did for her. Yeah. Oh, God. Or yeah. or it's going to be like just the funniest. Th- you know, you could go yeah. so many directions with a concept such like a that. Such a good concept. So People are geniuses. I know. I love it. it, it I love it. I love it. And there were some other books that I thought were really good that I still want to read. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's the one those that I felt like were... Yeah, those... Um, I actually really liked the one for Pisces when she talked about. Because she had to leave a lot open-ended um, to not spoil it. Um, and that one sounded... That one's a little... I think she said that I can't remember what that written one was. a little bit. Like, I had the same dream again or something like that um, about a girl who... And it, there's some sort of fantasy element, she said, but she can't really give too much away. Oh. So, yeah. Anyways, there's a lot. I mean, her, her picks were so good. Scorpio's the pick for, I think it was something tooth and it split tooth or something like that. The cover, yeah, the vibes like that. that she told me. I was like, that's Scorpio. So, I had a lot of fun. If you haven't seen it, go to Katie Flowers' YouTube channel. It's K-A-T-E-Y and then Flowers. Um, and it's, you'll see my, my face, but it's just, um, book recommendations for your Zodiac sign. And yeah. And somebody, I, I had a couple ideas. I don't want to give away what my ideas were. Cause I don't know if we're going to do it or what it is and how long it's going to take us. But yeah, I'm really grateful that she reached out cause I had so much fun. Like mm-hmm. I just want to be creative, like in random again. I just want to be so uh, random. <laughs> I literally, my Gemini needs it. Like I fuck, like. My Virgo and my Taurus are loving, like, the consistency and the dependability of, like, mm-hmm. the structure of Mercurial Mondays and things like that. But, like, my Gemini is bored. Ultimately, you know? I you're need a to Gemini sun, right? So you're just going to have to I need to it up. I need to have that stability and consistency and structure while also, like, throwing in random shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, fun. Yeah. That's a good lesson for life, honestly. Yeah. Balance. Plan a few things, throw in some random shit. For sure. Or be like me. So what I thought was maybe we could talk about each of the signs or go through and like maybe think of a, I don't know, you're starting to read a lot of books right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe if we can't think of a book for each of the signs, maybe we can um, talk about books that we've read and maybe what sign they would be. You know what I mean? Okay. That I might like be that fun. idea. I mean, because I don't know what else we're going to do for the rest of this podcast episode unless you had something else. No, that sounds hard. Uh, well, okay. You what go first. What are you currently reading? I'm currently... Oh, God, wait. I actually have it right here in my closet. I forgot the title. Okay. Is it the one that we got you... That or is it a different one? Uh, that one's in my car. That it's, one's it, It's awaiting yeah. my finishing. Yeah. And are you holding out like you do with books? Or? Yeah, I'm holding out for There's sure. There's two more. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be getting to that. That's them. fine. I don't... But I need to finish this first one because yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm not offended. Oh, like, absolutely not. Yeah. The cur- the book that I'm currently reading is, is fantastic so far. I'm only on page, like, 27. Anyways, it's called The Windfall, and it's actually... Who's the author? I haven't looked up how to pronounce it yet, and I don't want to butcher it. Okay. So, guys, it's called The Windfall, and... The uh, author's name is spelled D-I-K-S-H-A space B-A-S-U. And she is an Indian-American author. And she's from India. And it's a story based in India. And it's based in New Delhi, I think. And it just, like, it just completely takes place in another country. And it's, like, another culture. And sometimes when I read novels about other countries and stuff, sometimes there's, like, this American-leaning element. Mm -hmm. Like, they want to come to America. or something you know something like that and i always like oh no i want a book set in another country where they're living where they are living in their culture and it's not about about america and they're happy about it you know or whatever and that is this book so far cool it's just like this family well so far and they live in new delhi and they've just come into a bunch of money like millions of dollars it's supposed to be like a comedy oh okay and i was like a comedy written entirely in another culture that i don't ultimately know all that much about and I'm just so excited to be reading this. That's cool. So if anyone else has read it, please let me know what you thought. So it's too early for you to, to give it a sign. Too early for me to give it but a sign. But what are you expecting it to be like? Like what the energy so far that I'm yeah. expecting it to be, is I think it's going to be Sagittarius. Okay. That's my guess cool. so far because I, it, I know there's a move that happens and I know Ooh. that 
Um, they're like running around and everyone's like really hot tempered and like the, the air is hot mm, okay. and like it's just like hot and humid it just like mm. feels kind of Sagittarian oh okay nice what are you reading right now um I'm reading well I just finished that mermaid book so I guess I could talk about what I thought that one was because I'm reading like four other books but so mm. I just finished the the mermaid book which is like when we believed in mermaids if that book was a sign um, I would say it would be cancer um, because it was definitely like there was a lot of flashbacks. There was a lot of memories from childhood. It was about family. It was about sisterhood, like a sister finding a sister, um, a lot of trauma and um, really like dark past. But it was very nostalgic, very memories wise. It was very emotional, nurturing. It was the themes. The big themes were family and the past. So it was very Cancerian and it was very hallmarky, very like, um, and to me, Cancer is very hallmark movies, very almost, it was I almost like all American. Kind of, yeah. Um, I, everyone does, right? Most people. Good no, people. No, not all people do. Good, good people like <laughs> okay, hallmark calm movies. Down. Good people. <laughs> calm down. Um, yeah. And so it's definitely, I feel like it was a, a very, oh, and it was very food heavy. Um, whenever they, like the father owned a restaurant and whenever there was food in the scene, it was like the author spent a lot of time describing the food and the smells and the textures and, and things like that. So it was definitely cancer to me. Um, also I am reading, well, I actually have my second book club tonight, my astrology book club that I'm a part of. And, uh, it's post, I were reading post-colonial astrology, um, I'm not a fan of it. I am very upset about it because I wish I was. I feel like the concepts and the themes that are supposed to be represented in the books like are really important and I want to learn about them and I don't know if I entirely love the way that the author has gone about it or has really like it. There's it's lacking a lot of um, what it feels like it just doesn't flow very well as well as the sources that are there are like not really credible or like mm -hmm. hard to find so i'm not recommending this book but um it's nice that i'm able to read this book and do like a, a kind of a an elevated astrology book club with it because it, if i would have read this it's on also my good own, to read stuff like that and just see even if it's not true what other people are saying exactly because if i would have read that on my own i would have been like do i just not get it like am i just dead like mm -hmm. am i missing something here and like showing up to the book club and everyone being like this is not the written limit you know what i mean mm -hmm. and we're all like okay great i don't you know i'm not alone <laughs> um although it isn't there is important factors in there there's anyways this isn't a book review but i would say it's harder because that one's not like a fiction it's you know mm -hmm. um so but i would say it's definitely feels aquarius to me I'm pretty sure the author gives off um, really Aquarian vibes, whether they are Aquarius or not. There's like heavy Aquarian influences as well as just the topic and the way it's written feels very Aquarian. Um, what else have you been reading? So it's funny that you mentioned Aquarius because while you were saying that I saw behind you that Scythe series mm -hmm. that I was obsessed yeah. with, which was like pure Aquarius. Really? Like it takes place in the future. Oh, cool. And there's like these ideas. Uh, it's just so strange yeah. and so bizarre and so like unique and just like all those yeah. Aquarian words. Yeah. And just uh, unexpected. And it was like if Aquarius was dancing with. It was like Scorpio? it's like Aquarius dancing with Scorpio. I could, that's the yes. Not knowing anything about it, I would feel like there's Scorpio energy mm -hmm. from the little I've known. But now that you're right, when you say Aquarius and some of the other stuff you said about the book series, I can see that too. So Aquarius and Scorpio mixed? Together, oh dancing. God, that's a good book. Through the pages. What, are, what a great book. And that's it's just very book. light on its feet too. Yeah. Surprisingly for both of those signs being together. That's cool. I know. I just thought it was so brilliant. I, guys, I cannot recommend the Scythe series enough because I only know one other person that's read it and they haven't read since high school and All they right. read they read every single book back to back within like two weeks. That's great. Yeah. That's how good it is. Yeah. It was like shitting my pants good. That's awesome. What else is behind you? Oh, The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abhi Dare. 
Um, it's about this girl from uh, Nigeria, and she's just fighting for an education. And it made me ugly cry. Yeah. Ugly, ugly cry and think about my entire life. Yeah. And just, like, how much I hate myself. Okay. <laughs> because I was... Because I just... I've never Fair. put in one-fourth of the amount of effort as this yeah. character has yeah. just to have something that I got for free. Yep. And it just... I was like, oh, my God. Wow, that's great. And, however, I, I can't think of what... So, like, let me tell you some of the themes of the book. Yeah, maybe I'll help see. you out. We can eliminate some things, too. There are some themes of naivete pisces pisces there's themes of um surrender to the surrendering to situations Mm, that's a good one there's themes of uh that rules out some signs willing uh willing to work for what you want Mm -hmm. but also just like this balance of recognizing that no matter how much you work for something it's just not guaranteed but you still have to try. Mm, okay. There's themes of um, authority, like huge figures of authority. Mm, that's and then uh, fig- Capricorn. Yeah, and figures of potential authority mm. and people that want to help you get away from authority and then struggles with who you feel loyal to. And just has wow. all of these like gorgeous themes. It was almost like it was every sign. Yeah, maybe like, like all the in one- loyalty and the people is like very like Libra, Taurus. So I felt like it was um it was very Libran because the character is so it just it's so painfully apologetic for everyone. Okay, that yeah. You know, and yeah. then it's just such a running theme throughout the book. There is also a quality with Pisces that tends to run on the martyr side of things or like a little bit of like um there's sometimes a self-deprecating energy sometimes that comes with Pisces, but it doesn't sound like this character had that, even though they Mm-mm. could have had that. They could have had that. So I feel yeah. like that's more Libra. Mm-hmm. This uh, character, it was like, despite everything, this character had just like this understanding, like in the face of what everyone was telling her yeah. and like in what she was like raised to believe about herself, yeah. she had this understanding that she deserved to have better what she wanted and what she was willing to work for i love that and just like and it was just so gorgeous that's great and and yeah it made me fucking cry if everyone else wants to cry um so also reading the Ten Thousand doors of january Mm. i don't know the author's name and i think i may be a third to maybe half of the way through so i can't really i can't really give my full opinion on it but so far let's just say i'm halfway through mm-hmm. um so far i'm struggling with it a bit um and i i guess i don't want to give too much away but i also don't know too much still um but basically there's like a book within a book so there's like a story that's going on about a girl whose mother's dead and the father travels with all these artifacts and she's left at home with you know a dog and a butler type thing or whatever and and she's struggling and it's very it's um i can't remember what it sounds like a Haley duff movie literally um so this isn't modern times and it's not super super old but it's i can't remember what time period it is um and something happens and then she finds this book about ten thousand doors or this doors and so she's reading the book so now we're like a third of the way in and now every other chapter is her like picking up the book and reading the book and then the next chapter is what's going on with her so it keeps switching it's not even switching perspectives per se Mm -hmm. um but there is like a duality to it but it's almost like a book within a book except the book hasn't really gotten anywhere it's like this idea that these doors open up Mm -hmm. Um, and things just happen and you can never go back through that door. There's like throughout history, all of these, um, stories or fables and things about these doors, portals or doors opening up and people being able to, to, to -hmm. go through them. I've been Um, looking for like a, uh, a plotless book, quote unquote, mm -hmm. because like there is this concept that I've been hearing about on booktube Mm -hmm. of plotless books and it's books about developing relationships with characters Mm -hmm. And I actually haven't come across a book like that in my life so far. 
Oh, I'm sure I have. I can't think of one right now. I'll have to go through my Audible, and if I find one, I can be like, try this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah, but, um, and I, I like those types of books. So, anyways, if I had to, like, get, it's kind of giving me everything and nothing. Uh, but I what feel sign like is that? I, I Who gives like you everything and nothing? Is that Virgo? Um, I feel... <laughs> feel like that might be Gemini. Gemini. <laughs> like they give you everything but then when you step back and you think about it you really at the end of the day have nothing. But it's not it's not it's not sporadic enough. It's not hmm. Is it like Gemini cuddled, cuddled up with something? It's moving a bit slow so I'm actually going to say that it's like Taurus. Um, and she's finding comfort in the book. Um it, She's having an adventure kind of through the book, but she's not really going anywhere. I don't know yet. I don't know. How do you feel Feels... about, like, different perspective stories like that? I like them. Um, Me too. I feel like they can either make or break a book. Yeah. It's risky if you don't well, know what so you're doing. Well, so that Mermaid, the When We Believed in Mermaids, it's from two perspectives, both of the sisters. And as well as each of them keeps flashing back to memories from the past. So it almost feels like there's four perspectives. Mm -hmm. Um and that was fine the way that the author went about that but there was also times where she, they flashed back and it was like okay we don't we don't need mm -hmm. this flashback like wrap it up um i guess i don't really know what 10,000 doors of january would be I'm, i guess maybe i'm not far enough into it yet <coughs> scale snake um i'm also reading astrology of fate by liz green I'm reading... I don't know. What's another one you've read recently? What would you give A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass? A Court of Thorns and Roses was all over the place. I know. It had every sign in it. And even when I think about main characters in that series, they all are just... They're so long, all of them, that mm -hmm. every character has a chance to fully develop I know. in a way. So like, it's just so well-rounded that I, I can't even begin to classify... That book feels more Gemini to me because of because of how how all many over. how all over how it switches like from one moment you think you're one way and then the other or another way mm -hmm. and then you know you're you you like someone and then you don't like someone or you do like someone and then maybe you don't and then you don't really know and then and there's then new every, characters everyone has introduced. like two faces. Yep, everyone That's has multiple Gemini. personalities yeah. and there's new characters <laughs> that are always being introduced and um, people that die off. Yeah, I feel like that one feels very Gemini to me. Um, it didn't read Gemini, but there's a lot of like Gemini influences in that book. Um, so the, another book that I read earlier this year called Life After Life by Kate Atkinson, mm -hmm. um, about that girl who every time she dies is reincarnated at the beginning of her life. Mm -hmm. And at first she always just, every time she starts a new life, she starts mm -hmm. like from birth and her memories are gone, but sometimes like they'll come back. Mm -hmm. But as the book is progressing, more and more and more she's remembering and so every time she comes back she just thinks that she might be psychic she doesn't mm. really think that she is yeah um being born again she literally thinks she's psychic maybe yeah. or she, eventually she starts to think am i having a past a life great memory great concept for a book right and oh god it was that feels a little I aries to fucking me. sobbed yeah again oh my god when, when, every time Spices a woman ascended. writes a book okay, yeah oh yeah i forgot i'll cry yeah. at anything yeah but there was this big theme in the book of um, trying to grow old or trying to attain something and it, fate. Like, uh, it, was this, oh, it was theme of like fate versus destiny versus um, nonsense. Like versus maybe there oh. is none of those things. Like, the, like these huge questions mm, that feels with no Pisces. answer. Yeah, that feels, Piscean. That feels really Pis Piscean. It, doesn't really have any... I describe the main character as Pisces, I think. Because yeah. she's very... Despite all the strange stuff and how she handles it, mm -hmm. it's you wouldn't outwardly look at her maybe as another character in the book and think she's a Pisces, but yeah. I just feel like I don't know. But Pisces yeah. does resonate. The concepts with that. of like life and past lives and subconscious and fate and not fate and and psychic abilities and you know what the dream world is and what's not, what's reality, what's not. Mm -hmm. It has like heavy Piscean themes to I it loved to it. me. Oh my god, everyone, I highly recommend Life After Life by Kate Atkinson. It does take a second to understand what's happening. Yeah. Because every time, they don't just tell you that the book is resetting every time. Yeah. You just have to figure out, like, oh my god, she's a baby again. Yeah. And, like, 
it, it's so fucking good. It's so I love books. Good. Yeah, so do I. I love books. What else is on my shelf? I read um that one um that like Hercules retelling that like oh, little yeah. Target book. That one was fun. It was basically like it starts at the end of the Disney movie Hercules and like begins, you know, after he's like accepted to Mount Olympus and then Meg's like, Okay, well fucking bye, lover boy. Like I I'm not a god, I can't live with you. So Is that Leo? Um I at first I was like, I feel like that was Leo. Um, but it also is like really quick, it doesn't mess around, they don't toy you around too much. It's aggressive. Meg's character is very Aries to me. I, I mean, I would say it's combo between Ares and Leo because Hercules and like a lot of the other characters, the whole world of Hercules feels Leo to me, but Meg's character feels very Ares. Um, so I think I'll say a combo between, and it was like an easy, quick read. Like they didn't fuck around. Like, you know, it was, yeah, a lot of action. Uh, there's not a whole lot of. You know, there's no character. Was that was that a mid grade fiction book? It had to have been. It definitely read the way like that one. the way that the cover looked. Like, um, like I'll read mid grade fiction, but you know, sometimes you can tell by a cover mm-hmm. that yeah. it's like it's mid grade yep. just by the by cover. The cover? Yeah, it's just got colors yep. and it's fun. It was so easy. It was a really fun read. And then I have another one I haven't started. It's the Cinderella one, and I think the concept is is like, what if she never tried on the glass slipper or something? Uh, and they're like good little like again going away for the weekend. You want to bring mm-hmm. a book, but you don't. You know, if you re- you know, so they're just fun little books. Um, that one felt very Aries Leo though. Um, you want to know what my Russian textbook feels like what? astrologically? Yeah, Doom. <laughs> I was having my friend who speaks Russian like yeah. flip through it and I was like will you tell me what you think of this textbook yeah. or whatever and he was flipping through some of it and then he looks at me and he was like you're gonna learn a lot of stuff you'll never use Aww. and then gave me like a really supportive smile Aww. and so I was like oh <laughs> okay. so that book reads like doom Yeah. Um, but I'm still powering through it and God, what else? I don't know. I've been so busy with my new job that I actually. What haven't... about the Throne of Glass series that you're reading? I just finished book two. Oh. I just learned something. I know you can't take. I it. can't, you can't talk I... about. I don't know if we're gonna talk about it when we get it. I just ah! learned something that made me shit. I know. Because how did I not see that coming? I know. So. <laughs> So everyone it's listening, so, it gets so if, good. if you've read Throne of Glass series and you're a listener, I just finished book two and just learned something. So if yeah. you remember that, message me. I'd like to and talk about it. if you haven't it. read it, like you, I mean... I highly recommend well, everyone. And book, actually, really. if, ever, if anyone is new to Audible, I highly recommend Throne of Glass as being your first Audible book. I yeah. actually loved the narration experience. Yep, I do too. And uh, You have to know, though, that the book one and even halfway through book two... It was written when Sarah J. Mass was like a high schooler. In high school. And it really, like. Well, Aragon was written by a high schooler, and exactly. you would you never, never know. know. No, you never would so have known. So I, I don't but take I'm that just, into account. No, yeah. I'm saying that only because I've read all, book, all of the books, and when you're like pulling back from the whole series and you see where it starts and where it progresses to, like where it ends to, and where, it, you know, how the writing just gets so much more. Um, mm hmm. And the characters and the plots and the twists and the... Tr- it's almost as if book one and two read as almost like a separate, different perspective or a, a pre... It sounds like a... It feels like a pre to the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so this you have is, to know that. Like, this is it's a good, concept but... that I've been thinking about that I actually wanted to talk to you about that I'm just yeah. now remembering because it has to do with books. Okay. Um... I don't, like, want this to be, like, mandatory or anything for, like, a publishing house. Yeah. But how useful would it be, like, if you could just flip to a certain page, like, in the, uh, like, in the publishing information or, like, on the back cover or something and just see what a book is, quote-unquote, like, rated. Like, PG-13. Right. R. Right. X-rated. Right. Like, sometimes when you're at the store and you're looking at a book. I uh, do think there needs to be, like, trigger warnings. Yeah, something like that. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I, which is why... Because how do you... De- first is, of all, how would you determine a rating for a book? Well, by rating it when you're done reading it. That's why Goodreads or oh, even yeah. the ratings on Amazon or Audible, you know, Audible is connected with Amazon, but like... That's why I always rate my books. Even if I don't write something about it, I'll always give it like a a star rating. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm going to read a book and I'm like, oh, this sounds and looks interesting. And if it has two stars, like I'm not saying I won't read it. But if I'm on the fence or whatever, I might might not think about it. And I'm going to say it also it depends on how many people have rated it too. like Mm -hmm. how many how well read is this. And I also don't think like just because it has five stars means that it's going to be good. Just because it's got but one star reviews, don't mean it's going to be like, bad. I will go and read like a couple reviews sometimes to see what people think and what they say. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I think publishing companies don't do that is because ultimately their goal is to publish and to sell the books. And anything on there that might detour somebody from mm-hmm. buying the book that's um, true. It's not like their whole goal. It's like kind of like marketing. Because you know I've what been I mean? looking like, for more like adult books mm-hmm. with like, you know, like I'm looking for like strong language and like adult content and stuff. And sometimes yeah. it's hard. It's hard to know if you're going to be able to find that. I just yeah. wish there was a way to know. Like, Because that's what I'm looking so for. So I guess what I would think that you would look for, like I just got a subscription to, I think it's Epidemic Sound or something. And I'm basically going to be using that platform to get music that I can put into my YouTube videos without mm-hmm. having copyright strikes. And there's like a whole host of different types of sounds and things like that. Um, but the way that the website is, you can literally, like if you're listening to a sound and you're like, ooh, this is the vibe I'm going for, this isn't quite it, you can like hit a button and it'll say like similar. Mm-hmm. And it'll bring you up to like a whole playlist of something that's similar to that sound. Mm-hmm. And then if you click on another one, you're like, mm, not this, like it'll help you get there. And also the categories on this, I was thinking about how helpful this would be for youtube channels as well as like books if you had not just like trending or whatever like if you people also bought right like if you went to the home page of youtube and instead of it like trying to suggest or fucking promote certain videos to you if it had genres or subcategories or things like you know what i mean like what do i want i want something cooking i want family vloggers i want spiritual i want you know. So the way that my TV, uh, my YouTube app, yeah. it does something that my computer and my phone doesn't do. Interesting. My my TV app on my uh, my YouTube TV app, when I open the app, what am I saying? I don't know. Are you so, doing a stream? Yeah, I'll scroll down and it'll give me this weird subgenre. Mm. It'll say, because you're interested in independent women who review books. Oh. Or whatever. And, yeah. and I'll be like, okay, first of all, I do. Okay, thank but you. But how did you know that? Yeah. And it gives me this extremely specific curated, like, curated subcategories. See, but, but I need all I need that more. But that's so cool. I and I, I you don't see it on any of the other why is my TV doing that? I don't know. But I mean when you come up to this ep- I think it's called epidemic sound like not only are they categories but they're not they're weird they're weird categories. I like it's not, I like weird. Yeah, and it's not it's like quirky or like quirky girl. And then inside of quirky you can choose like the mood and this and that and whatever and like do you want quirky alternative? Do you want quirky or, uh, acoustic? I want do you quirky want... heavy metal? Oh my god. I do you think that, that exists? Yes, it does. <laughs> um find I, it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that's about mm-hmm. it for today. I mean, I don't know if there was any other books or anything else you wanted to share. And No, but Imogen just sent me something from um, the Eclipse book of the Twilight series. Yeah. And this is the dedication page. To my husband, Pancho, for your patience, <laughs> love, friendship, humor, and willingness to eat out. <gasps> so, uh, like, obviously, uh, do uh, you think she means her cooter? I, I think she does. I think she absolutely does. And you know I what? think that's legendary. Good for you, Pancho. And you know? good for you, Stephanie Ma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's it for today. I think this is going up a few days late, but um, hopefully everyone can just be a little bit more lenient on when we post mm-hmm. it. 
I know y'all I really usually, don't care, yeah, but... because I usually don't work on Mondays, but I did work this past Monday. Yeah, and I think, you know, Skylar's got a new job now where we might have to be a little bit more flexible. We're packing again, fixing up a house, <laughs> selling a house, moving into, hopefully, somewhere we... We're, hopefully we're working moving on into it. another house. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. Um, and so... Yeah, just be a little lenient with us when uh, if it doesn't go up on uh, Monday nights like it no normally does. No one's gonna does. ask. No, no, you know they what, won't. You but know, wait, but we'll just give them a if little. If you were hiding from the government and you didn't want anybody to find you, yeah, you could come to the Speaking of Which podcast because I, no one's gonna find you. No, here. <laughs> I mean, some. I think some of our listeners might go, huh? They didn't post an episode. That's weird. And then that's about it. Yeah. And maybe like two people. And apparently not Rocky, because Rocky didn't even know about our disc. Anyways, thank you so much to, to our, supporters. our supporters. This is a group of people that we just love and appreciate so much. We definitely appreciate all of our listeners, but these people take their hard-earned money and, mm-hmm. you know, um, their support. Coin our podcast and so thank you so much to karen r stacy Teresa d heather a Alyssa s rebecca pk Lindsay m julie c dominic b Catherine l phil k amy f jesse d david b kelly c and jesse h we love and appreciate you guys so much if you would like to support the podcast you can do so for a dollar a month five dollars a month even ten dollars a month and you can go to anchor.fm slash speaking of which, or there should be a link in any of the description boxes of the platforms that you're listening to this podcast podcast on. You can also go over to Apple Podcasts and rate five stars only. Give us the most random review. Like make it make not like any mm-hmm. sense. Make it make no sense. Um, as well as if you can't financially or you don't want to financially support us, if you want to just share this episode on your Instagram stories or you want to share it with a friend or anything like that, we truly appreciate it. Uh, make sure to go over to the Discord. It's free to join. There's no, like, it's just a hangout where, you know, you can have more meme sharing and conversations. And we need to get that general chat going again because apparently it's, yes. it's all is lost. So help us find <laughs> it and put it back together. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. I hope you guys have a good one. And oh, and make sure you go to Katie Flowers YouTube channel. Subscribe if you're not, but I'm sure you all are. Mm. Um, and watch that collab video because it was really fun. So comment in the comment section that you are from Speaking of Which podcast if you haven't already commented because you already watch her videos. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye.